0: Keep it running for a while. For the next, I kind of figure well, it's it's the best way to kinda of keep all of the channels sort of fed with different podcasts and stuff like that. At some point maybe I, we should just talk about like merging all of our podcastiness.
1: The best the, of like, our like, Android Bay Week? No, that doesn't sound right. It sounds it's all about me. No QA. No. <laughs> the, yeah, yeah, yeah. Actually, yeah. yeah right. The best of our Android Bay Week, Bay week QA. QA. And, and just go figure where Juan goes what in there could he has go wrong. hey
0: everybody welcome to another episode of best of the of our week best of best our week of the Android Bay
1: no 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 say the name channel say no the we... best of the Android Bay QA week.
0: QA hashtag yeah. hashtag S- yeah sgtk um no, w- w- welcome everybody uh to another episode of the best of our week where we talk about the best tech of our week. I'm Juan yep. Carlos Bagnell. This is this is my buddy TK Bay. We're going to be trying to bring you at least 90 minutes, maybe more, often a little more than 90 minutes of uh some fun week wrapping uh tech chicanery. Uh TK, how you, how you doing? It's it's been it's been a week. I know Techtober Eat. is supposed to be winding down and I still uh. feel like I've got like i'm so far mountains behind. of work yeah i'm I'm so <laughs> exactly. far behind
1: it's not even funny and and to top it off we have some work being done at uh during uh at, at our yeah, uh, at my home have got week. life happening
0: on top yeah of right but a
1: lot a lot of life with nails and hammers and banging and moving things which make it very
0: yeah. very
1: inc- inconducive for creating content i literally was able to only push out one video so far and i'm trying to push out another one tomorrow but I'm struggling to try to wake up like early enough to, to, to shoot the content and to get it ready and then just edit right. during the day. So I don't have the time the noise, but yeah, we're, we're getting some roof work done. Let's just say that. It, <laughs> so, I, so the sound, I is could imagine
0: that would be a, a rather intense, especially for trying to get, Everything <laughs> video content produced where you need good video and audio.
1: I, I was going to say, I got, it's almost like me getting your, uh, your gardener <laughs> on my house for the, for the whole week where you only get it at nine o'clock on Mondays. I just, yeah, that's how it's been. So it's been a busy All day. Week. Um, just day job stuff, uh, getting things back yeah. together. And then I kind of working a little bit also in the, in the office, I had some work done over the week. So it's, it's been busy. We had a swim meet last week more swim meets coming up that's why we're co-hosting the show again uh for the android bay and the the, the i was gonna say the sggqa um we should never start a show talking about all the At some point, shows. We're just. I, I really
0: feel like we're just gonna have to bite the bullet we'll just call it singularity property <laughs> well, just call it the
1: singularity got. there's a the singularity qa that's just there <laughs> you know okay, everything <laughs> like kind it. of sucked in vortexed I like in it. um how's your week sir how is how, how everything going with you
0: same. I mean, not not with roof remodel. I was about to but,
1: say, um, is the same guys working on yours? Yeah. <laughs> <Those> yeah.
0: <laughs> That's why they're taking so long at your place. It's um, mute. Yeah. Yeah. It's killer. You know, they've got to head all the way up there, kind of hammering some shingles, run all the way down, kind of tear up some. It's it's a terrible bit. It's really yeah. not going to get funny if I uh-uh. keep trying to explain the joke. So um, (laughs) uh, it's been a number of projects that have kind of all sort of welled up together. Yeah. And I'm finally starting to get a few of them out. I just published a a preview version of a video on the Patreon that will hopefully be going live tomorrow that can kind of kick off some of this stuff where, you know, again, I'm always really grateful for the opportunity and I'm always really excited when I get. Sort of sponsored content that I think fits, not yeah. just I am going to advertise this product and you will watch this video because I have many subscribers. Um, I'm very selective about the companies that I collab with. Yeah. And this is one that I've been wanting to talk about for a while. We teased it last week on our campout podcast, still haven't gotten. <laughs> finished for this video and waiting for the company to send me back um, like the last round of notes and approvals and so I kind of just snuck it out what I think is going to be the finished video is, is on the Patreon now hopefully it'll be going out tomorrow or Saturday Good. It's just all finished up and we can finally start talking about some of that um, but some fun gear I, I still haven't really gotten significant Pixel or Pixel Watch videos out I've just I'm, been yeah. swamped and and it's it's tough
1: it it is it's a little bit hard with everything i i actually kind of had to cover something that i've had for some time i've had the buds pro for some time but i waited till i got the pixel 7 pro because i felt like it's a little bit more yeah you know relatable kind of keeping content around the pixel uh and actually literally that was the only only video i've had out this week and i'm really really hoping to get something out tomorrow on the pixel watch just talking a little bit about my experience using it um also did activate it on uh, on on T-Mobile with LTE, so it's actually nice. running on LTE right now. Um, I mean, a little bit of a teaser. Battery not made for LTE. Um, <laughs> it, it, it's made. I'll, I'll take that back. It, it's made to have sporadic LTE. It's not made to be on LTE the whole time. Yeah. But I will say of all the other smartwatches that I've used, other than Samsung, basically non-Samsung watches. This has had the best implementation of connectivity over internet and nice. T-Mobile as well as other carriers have specific procedures to link up a Pixel watch It's a, because it's considered to be a companion accessory, no longer as a standalone as some of the other watches are available on the market. Uh, so that that was a, a painful experience to start with the the week because I, I was imagine. on T-Mobile for about a day and tech support and not realizing that. I, and then I, I ended up having to sign up for a new line just to get it to work. Because it would not work with my old smartwatch uh, course, standalone package. Of course, it wouldn't. Cause, yeah, because that's how you, <sighs> you get it going. Uh, but yeah, so sorry, long story short kind of thing. I'm I'm shooting to get something on the Pixel Watch uh, for the end of this week. So kind of rounding off the end of the week. Uh, Pixel Buds Pro in the beginning, Pixel Watch at the end of the week. Um, and then hopefully Pixel 7 Pro uh, kind of a little bit more deep dive into that next Very week. Nice. Uh, after, I mean, we've had it for about a couple of weeks now, but I feel like I'm starting yeah. now to truly understand like the overall mechanics, the hiccups, the the little mm-hmm. bit of uh, you know things going on with it, but overall, also some of the and other great a things going on.
0: Ton of those little app and component updates that makes a that makes a much bigger difference on a Pixel than you think it would. Yeah. When all of those Google services are kind of getting, you, all of the individual project leaders under the Alphabet umbrella are scrambling to update apps and services and, and push out
1: updates. And yeah, no, no, absolutely. Um, and
0: and it, but... and I'm I'm really torn. Um, I'm, I'm very appreciative of being mm-hmm. on team pixel. I'm thinking a good chunk of my coverage on pixel seven pro is going to end up being written articles, not mm-hmm. necessarily videos, just yeah, going commentary. Every time I start writing a video, writing a script for a video, it's like, by the time I'm done writing and shooting and producing this, yeah. some of this information is already going to be fluidly out of date and if mm-hmm. i can just write this and put out a photo like i've already done sort of a, just an initial pixel watch e-waste conversation yeah i pixel saw that i saw that video case yeah case review like a, case, a pixel watch case review doesn't need to be a video that that's that doesn't need to be short. five minutes and even if it were a short it's so much more work to produce a fun punchy short then just me right up and share a couple photos of what does it look like when you snap some plastic to the edges of a pixel watch that that doesn't need to be 4k video i'm not going to do that so i'll say
1: i'm still waiting for my unit since the last time you and i spoke and i put in my order yeah that thing hasn't even shipped yet so we'll we'll see when i (laughs) am able to join that conversation i got the screen protectors i got quite a few of those uh but i i fear i feel like i should install them once i get the accessory because i feel like that mm-hmm. that will be kind of a, a big requirement of where to center it um you know I, I, i'll say the the overall experience has been um i mean it, it's been comparable to some of the other experience i like the fluidity of these, the system the, the functionalities of the watch the battery life i think right now for me um alongside the size of the actual uh, watch have been the only two things that have been kind of a little bit like i can get a solid day in Three A day day and three hours, maybe a day and four hours on Wi-Fi and Bluetooth. Absolutely no issue. I'm talking about consistent notifications all day long uh, from, you know, from either a studio comments, checking. I mean, we're talking actively engaged. The battery will last. Turn on LTE and the battery starts rapidly uh, diving when it goes on LTE. Like right now, I've been running it on LTE specifically since... Uh, maybe about like six o'clock. Just I took it off Wi-Fi, I took it off Bluetooth, and uh, you know it's considerably fa- it dies faster. It's not like as as yeah. slow as it, as the other one, but I think I I'd I can see it'd have the to benefit. be a
0: bigger hit than when I take it out on a workout and I tag the GPS and I can oh I, watch no no, the no I can
1: imagine that would even feel it even more yeah I can imagine no, no, no. I mean
0: the no the opposite like I know that GPS is going to take a chunk out of this. I can only imagine that LTE is going to be a double whammy mm-hmm. with all of those extra radios and stuff going on.
1: Absolutely, and, and it has the it has the capacity, it has the functionality for Wi Fi, Bluetooth, and, and LTE. I just, I think the the main thing about it is it's supposed to be. I think the LTE functionality is intended to be sporadic. Obviously, they're not very, building this not, to be yeah, on LTE. Not just it's sporadic, their, like yeah, like a very rare.
0: limited, targeted. We know you're going to be using it solo for this capacity for absolutely, yeah, a exactly. Bike ride, and, and then you're going to go le- back to Wi Fi and Bluetooth.
1: Exactly, and it's intended to be leveraged with. Like, you know, because if I walk too far away from, the, from my phone, it jumps on LTE, uh, to, to Wi-Fi, right? So it's connected yeah. to my phone via the cloud. On Wi-Fi, it seems to last pretty good. The Wi-Fi connectivity is actually not bad. It's when you jump over to LTE where it drains the battery. But because mm-hmm. of the way it was set up, it still is physically, not physically, like through the cloud. Like the, in the app, it starts saying the cloud connection. Yeah. Um, you know my notifications are pushed through in a in an actually uh, relatively good time. It's not good. slowed down, so re- that was a surprise for me. But again, you have to come back to the fact that every morning you wake up and you have to put it on the on the charger and leave it to charge. It's kind of like my normal routine of my phone. My watch has to kind of be there, and I'm, I, I think we got spoiled with the thick watch. We, we've been. Pampered for oh, too long with the, the dual display. Pampered and all that. for too long.
0: How <laughs> dare we? And our unrealistic expectations on products that are still functional and that I, in some ways, prefer still using because they're less...
1: No, no I, look day, the I, the the reality is I think the Pixel Watch right now is a great start for Google for for the for, for yeah, them for them no, to start I, I, with I, I a smartwatch. I don't, I
0: don't want to put a conclusion on this yet. I really don't. Yeah. I mean, we're we're going to do this thing where we say, "Hey, at the end of the day, it's this today." And then tomorrow mm-hmm. a, a few little applets are going to get updated. And then the day after that, the Oh, you know, absolutely. The it, app it's is the same thing updated. with the, uh, the, it, it, the Pixel Watch. Like, I feel it, it, it's one of those things I just feel like I'm repeating myself like crazy. For mm-hmm. these tiny little differences in conclusions, you know, here here's my two week review on the Pixel Seven Pro, and now, you know, two months later, here's my assessment of the Pixel Seven Pro, and it's mostly the same except for these little differences. But at the end of the day, it's this phone, and like I'm so tired. <laughs> you know, like we we get on this chair, It's like, hey, I mean, just said I, I I'm I'm expecting you know this with LTE on the Pixel Watch. I yeah. It, we we keep having to deliver some kind of summation when there's nothing to sum up like it's not done
1: <laughs> no no see that's the thing what what i what one of the reasons why when i when i first got the buds pro with the pixel around the pixel 6 series launch i ordered them myself and i got them these are not yeah. part of team pixel because i think at the time i felt like it was something that they were introducing there was a lot of things that they said that they were going to come out but as with typical fashion. Um, pixels, devices, pixel hardware, because no longer actually is going to start referring them as pixel hardware, because you no longer yeah. just have phones, right? We have phones, we have buds, we have watches. Uh, we're soon going to have a tablet again. So, pixels get better over time, and the the review that uh, one of the most massive youtube creators that uh, you know that did uh, did on the the buds pro about it maybe even 3 or 4 weeks ago where mm-hmm. you know the eq wasn't even in there the the update for the yeah. eq didn't even push out obviously that was part of their video talking about the fact that it does not have an eq so if you watch that video which is the more popular one you would think you would ha- you would come to a conclusion that that this these buds just lack a lot yeah. of, a lot of stuff wait a few more weeks of course with an update and lo and behold not only do you have an eq you have a customizable eq you have right and left channel balance uh on, yeah. the, on the
0: earbuds themselves and now, and now look at what we have to do now yeah. we have to go through and re-review and explain all of the features uh, and, of the and, product all but nobody's again. watching that's and, the problem and, 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 and we do like this, this in our podcast too where it's like yeah, yeah. We're, i'm playing with this thing and i think it's pretty cool and then it's like we also have to then sum up everything about the product like, think about every single Sony conversation we've had. Well, you've got this oh my you know, God. UHD resolution display, <laughs> and you've got HS power control, and you've got better power management options, and you've got a headphone jack, you've got a memory card slot, and you've got, you know, wireless and reverse wireless charging, and this screen's brighter with 4K 120 across all three cameras and a variable zoom. I mean, it's like every single time. Time. No, no, so no, I know. I, I know. It, I, it's not, an uphill battle. I'm not trying to be cranky pants, but I really think, like my pixel seven pro coverage is going to be more of like a diary it's going to be like i'm using this to really try and fulfill something yeah i took it out yeah, for yeah. this one day and unfortunately those don't make for great videos unfortunately yeah it's a tough conversation of on my channel
1: well, I mean, and like I said, I mean, obviously I, I should have, I think the right thing for me to do, <laughs> the right thing, to, the right thing for me to do is open up the box of the Buds Pro the moment they were released, make a quick video on whatever version software they had on there and just say basically call that it the
0: conclusion can call it I the, have the definitive answer. Yeah, I should have done there the is definitive no more answer to say.
1: comment on this thing. But the reality at the end of the day, it, it ends up being something that I think is if you are. Like if you are a Sony fan, if you are a Pixel fan, if you are Team Motorola, whatever team that you're on, TCL, insert the name there, Mm -hmm. you need to appreciate what the company does and you probably know the type of uh, updates and, and support that you get. Sony is a is a is a camera first type of a jump forward uh, experience. And it is in many ways for ahead of uh, many things in the market right now, because the fact of the matter is they are the only con- company that puts in um, a headphone jack and an SD card and a
0: uh, UHD. Look display. at what TK's doing. I just called it. He's he's re- <laughs> re-reiterating. reiterating, reiterating, yeah, reiterating <laughs> the features on a Sony. I called it. But I nailed it. It,
1: it. <laughs> it just it kills me because every time I I, right. I, I say these things, sometimes it just because, falls on deaf ears. Like the, it just doesn't. Yeah,
0: and, and and it feels like we're just kind of screaming into the void. And and Absolutely. It, it's something I'm trying to walk away from. I, I got like another comment. Like, hey, it would have been nice if you explained this in the video. And you're like, you you used a web browser to go to YouTube.com and look up videos on this product, and you watched through all of my video. And then you complained that I didn't just barf specs at you. GSM Arena exists. It if all exist, you needed you know. was someone to read the specs Google off at you. Just say
1: Google. Google just... it, my friend.
0: No, no, no. I, I want it, like, credit where credit's due. I what live happened? on GSM Arena. <laughs> i don't memorize all this stuff so it's 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 wait wait, hold on you don't memorize all the specs you don't have all of that in a
1: database built into the back like johnny mnemonic kind of style i can't remember what i ate for dinner
0: last night i I can't Uh, remember all this phone stuff i see what the problem is turn on the accessibility settings have have like an assistant or an ai read the web page for you and then come to a video where we're going to share some opinions and some thoughts on using it, but it's like, oh we've gotten God. so rote and we've gotten so stuck in this habit. And it's like, I've got to fulfill this desire for this part of the conversation yeah. and I'm done. Yeah. I'm kind of tired of it. And, and there's, there's nothing that I can contribute to this early experience on the pixel seven pro right now that I feel really needs to be committed to video. Um, yeah. And, and, and that just... me leaves me feeling kind of sad. Cause I want to be a part of the, the early buzz and excitement but all of those videos got pushed out, right? Yeah. Oh, this launch is so much smoother than the Pixel 6 Pro launch, so I don't need to make that video. These features are subtly improved over the Pixel 6 Pro, so I don't need to make that video. So what video do I really contribute to this conversation where I feel like I have something to add? Yeah. And I haven't found it yet. I really haven't. And no, again, I, I, but like, I think, I think all, over time... All the time... wind kind of got sucked out of our sails with the no, way that no, they up this launch. It's...
1: Yeah, I don't want. I was about to re 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 reiterate. I was about to re reiterate. I can't say that word. This is too many <laughs> reasons. The re reiterate. Re reiterate. Re 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 reiterate. Re reiterate. Forever forever okay no no um
0: i i do want to kind of just you know backtrack for a second here so please you've been using the pixel bud uh the pixel buds pro here's one of my big my my biggest question and it's one of the questions that i haven't figured out a great answer for on the pixel watch either Mm -hmm. have you found some kind of synergy in the buds pro and a pixel phone that you don't think you could achieve using a different manufacturer's phone?
1: No. They've done a very decent job of... I mean, with the exception... I'll say this. It's natively built into the OS for setup. So when you set it up, mm-hmm. when you pair it, it pairs right away. And the configuration's inside of your Bluetooth settings. There's no app to install. It's very simple, very easy. Like out of the box, if you just wanted to get it, bam, right, running in like less than two seconds, like maybe less than 10 seconds, a Pixel yeah. is going to be your uh, your main bet. If you try to do the same thing with your smartphone, it's going to need to download an app, download the app, open it up, set it and connect it, get all of that mm-hmm. functionality running. It's just a couple of extra steps. But the reality is, um, from a form, from a from a configuration setup i feel like pixel is the easiest but it's not necessarily a, a requirement i think they've done a really good job of it working with other systems uh, the only big difference i will probably say is this on the pixel you're allowed or you're able to switch between spc and aac for the codec because by default okay. it's, uh, it's set to have um, they're calling it the hd so basically the highest quality is aac um <laughs> Okay. Yeah, on a pixel, Sorry. but then if you're on a non-pixel, let's because I did what I did is essentially I connected it to my Xperia One Mark Four, my two phones okay. that I'm basically playing with on the daily right now. Um, for me, it by by default it was AAC. It runs. It, I mean, the, the sound is good. You're able to customize it. You're able to boost the uh, the, the bass, boost the the vocals. Uh, configure it the way you want it. Um, for 150 bucks, they're down 50 bucks from the original launch date, which is actually pretty decent pricing. I think they're pretty good uh, buds. They integrate well. the The volume control, mm-hmm. the touch sensitivity is on point. Um, it just, like I said, it's it's more of a, a question of uh, you know pr- a preference. Do you prefer these, or do you do you prefer a, a specific brand? And these will work well with any device that you connect them to. Especially that, if that's... you're going to use them on an iPhone, it's going to work perfectly yeah. fine. Yeah, I, I'm just I, saying for pe- we, always,
0: we always have to make that a thing. Um, you know what? I keep keep asking—is this better
1: than the iPhone Air, uh, the AirPods Pro 2, the new AirPods Pro? And I'm like, okay, this is an Android channel. I don't carry AirPods.
0: Yeah. So I did. I did sort of that that kind of early first view video for Slick Deals.
1: I don't even know if we
0: published it. Um, I shot it. We wrote a Mm -hmm. script. I mean, there is footage of me saying some nice things about the AirPods Pro 2 but oh that's um, right
1: that's right yeah yeah yeah. you mentioned uh, that that would the that not you didn't say about making the video you mentioned that that would be the only place you would have coverage for I, it well,
0: um you mentioned it. I <laughs> they paid me to talk about them so here you go um i i i they, they wouldn't allow me to put in my normal disclaimer as to why i don't really cover apple products on my personal channels but that's fine um the uh the the, the thing that's that's kind of a head trip. I mean, we're yeah. going to be talking about my experiences with one more in the air. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. We're about to jump um, into that. Yeah. But I've got this little itch, like we've been talking about, you know, there's all this Fitbit integration on a pixel mm-hmm. watch. Absolutely. So that's Google's leveraging their acquisition of Fitbit, the software. If you're a Fitbit person, you can Absolutely. kind of roll into this as a more full featured smartwatch. But the consumer education really isn't there. What is the advantage for someone who's on a Fitbit to move to a Pixel Watch? That's a very difficult question because if they like that fitness tracker experience, I guarantee you they're not going to like the battery life on this a is, Pixel Watch. Yeah, this is... And we haven't educated them, like, what is it about a smartwatch that matters to you in a mobile computing platform yep. as opposed to just something that's really good at tackling your health tracking and it's kind of okay for some of these little widgety applety things um and and yeah i think even apple has struggled with this i know so many people who buy these expensive apple watches and then just basically use them as pedometers and notification machines not let me reply to these notifications oh i just know something's on my phone for me to pick up my phone now And I I feel like this has been the biggest disservice to this market from both the Apple and the Google side over these last couple of years where it doesn't matter if we kind of include some of this functionality. If we're not doing a good job and and then from the company level, if the company isn't doing a good job of getting these additional features out there, then consumers, they're not going to know. They're going to be spending a whole bunch of money on something and they could have just gotten like a hundred dollar Fitness band. Oh, absolutely! And it would have yeah, actually but, been a better but, product for their for their for what they're really using it for. By
1: buying an overpriced, uh, you know, smartphone uh, to just basically browse Twitter and Instagram is is way overkill for what you're trying to do. No, I, I'm I'm with you, and I and I think that is a lot of a lot of times what people fall into. Like, what are the functions? What makes this a smartwatch? Like, for me, yeah. I I need a smartwatch because I need to be able to control my car. As pretentious as that as that may sound. <laughs> right. I he like the ability of guy. locking and turning on wear for Tesla on my watch because <laughs> yeah. that's how I think, you know, for, like I, I didn't get that with another
0: notification support. Like, if I can't reply from my wrist, I get real cranky the number of times I need
1: to pick turn up a to phone. My phone. Oh no, no, absolutely. Absolutely. And to and to I think that's the other the thing. The uh, That's the biggest part for me as well is the ability that, you know, like you said, rich for notification and the ability of responding by via text, via uh, via emojis, via voice, uh, access to the assistant uh, automation functionalities that we mm-hmm. normally don't get like and i and i'll say that the um the fitness the the, the 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 smart fitness band area is getting a little bit smarter as we saw with the with the uh, you know maze fit last fit is oh, absolutely. so good integrating integration with alexa i think is a very very powerful i mean choosing Alexa of all, I think is the right move for them. I feel like of all the assistants feel like Alexa in the, in, um, in the Amazon ecosystem, especially with Amazon's uh, home automation and so on, this is absolutely perfect. Um, I saw a different variation of that on, um, the, uh, the Xiaomi smart smart uh, smart band seven, uh, pro, which had a slightly, even slightly more watered down version of it, but it still had Alexa. You could still communicate. it just yeah. didn't have a speaker back. um, but yes, you're right. It, it's like when you talk to a Fitbit owner, what makes the Pixel Watch a better, a better choice? Why would you want to pick it? And you're right. Those are the specific things you can put together. And then, of course, when you get when you're coming in from another smartwatch, let's say a, a Samsung watch or so on, what is the difference about the Pixel Watch? What is it that you like about Fitbit? Is it is it the, the health tracking? Is it the competition? Is it the ecosystem that Fitbit has, fit, has built over the years mm-hmm. and the massive community that lives within the Fitbit ecosystem? I think that's a lot of leveraging power that a yeah. typical Samsung Galaxy watch cannot have. Now, Samsung Health right. is great. But it's not a Fitbit community. It's like talking Pebble back in the old days and, you know, regular smartwatches. This is just, it's a community. And and
0: bringing up, I mean, because we're old. Because because we're old. Absolutely. Boomers. um, When we bring up things like Pebble, like so much of this functionality that we enjoyed already Mm -hmm. came with a week's worth of battery life.
1: Oh my God! I missed the pebble. I miss, they were oh Using
0: God. smarter automation. More practical you had screen yeah.
1: No, no, exactly. And you had you were able to respond to messages, automate yeah. things, uh, tasker functionality. Test. Yes. No. 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 Absolutely. Tasker I, integration from Android.
0: I had it for a while. I don't know if it's still on my shelf. I had the Qualcomm uh, I, talk. I, I, I I love that when, when
1: when you get off get out of frame, we get the picture that we that you got from TCL. Oh, yeah, right. It's from in the back because your face is out of picture. But like, no, but one still
0: in <laughs> videos. Like, there he is. There it's he
1: a is. Stunning I see, likeness. I see
0: the. So I, I and I want to throw this up here. Sauce is, actin- is asking. I just heard of Tick Watch. Is that good in 2022? Absolutely. And uh, I, it I, still love. is. Yeah. So here's here's the biggie. So many people have been complaining about Tick and Fossil. Still on Wear OS 2 when there's Wear OS 3 out there. And I wish say 3.5. Well, I mean, it's technically Wear OS 2.6. Whatever. I don't care. It's the major I generation that's really making people cranky. Yeah. Um, it's prettier. Wear OS 3.5 is definitely prettier. I've struggled to find practical demonstrations of functionality that I can't achieve mm-hmm. on my tick watch. Um, that I can do here on my Pixel Watch, and even though my my uh, what is it the Tick Watch Pro Three Ultra Ultra is, is yeah that Ultra that, GPS whatever GPS is the one that um, we got
1: yeah I think there's an LTE version in, in yeah Europe, there is an but LTE but it years. never came
0: to the United States yeah um that that still legitimately gets me around over two days two full mm-hmm. forty eight hours it, it, it's a weekend um, for me it's of, like a trip of, of battery yeah. life. With tagging GPS in some of my workouts, where I'm charging my Pixel Watch every day, and I might need to top it off during the day if I use it on a workout with with uh, with GPS. Would so get, exactly. the Pixel Watch is definitely smoother, and it's prettier, and it's got cleaner animations. But mm-hmm. the Tick Watch, even though it's it's basically a year old at this point, has it's been more practical just for wearing a timepiece that I don't have to think about managing. It, it, it's so bad on the tick watch. I'll forget to charge it. And then once the battery gets down to its last 10%, the second display can last for another week yeah, no, while exactly. tracking your steps. Exactly, so I'll yeah. be looking down at my watch thinking, yeah, yeah, I'm doing fine. Oh, right. The the watch is dead, but it's still showing me the time. It's still a functional timepiece. So uh, the 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 SOC in the Tick Watch is technically a better SOC than what's in the Galaxy Watch and in the Pixel Watch. Yeah. and we're supposed to be getting a next gen Tick Watch sometime with this new Qualcomm chipset, which is supposed to be even better for battery life. So if we can push this out to like three legit days of use. It's going to be a functionality monster. I'm not going to care if some of the animations aren't quite as pretty as what I can do on on a Pixel watch. It's going to be a tough fight for Google, especially if you're looking at Wi-Fi and Bluetooth-enabled models, not LTE-enabled yeah. watches.
1: No, no, absolutely. And and I, and I think that's the biggest conversation that we, we need to kind of just understand the differences. But yes, no, I, uh, the... Hopefully, the the next generation of smartwatches will definitely do better. I think the selection or the choice of SOC is definitely showcasing a lot of leveraging, like Google's leveraging a lot of Samsung technologies, a oh, lot yeah. of Samsung yeah. collaboration. We see that in there. I,
0: I think I think this is a strategic. I mean, I, I appreciate. I, yeah. I can explain this, and I can understand why, and I can even appreciate why. Google is making some of the decisions that they are in working with Samsung, Samsung Foundry, using Samsung parts for some of their products. Mm-hmm. That's this cool. is a targeted, and and this is a strategic move to keep their products on their own little island and less beholden to companies like Qualcomm mm-hmm. for some of that longer-term support. I mean, it, it, this is a really strange back and forth for how a company licenses a piece of technology from another uh, you know, manufacturer or fab, and then they've got to be able to support it. But that also means working with that company and they've brokered a better deal, like going with Samsung to say, Hey, we want to be able to give our phones at least five years of security patches. Okay. That's our agreement. That's our arrangement. That's how long Samsung is going to enable support for these things as we're going through the fabrication process. And technically Google owns a ton of this IP too. Yeah. So I get it. But that also means we have to have those conversations where, the practical demonstration of a smartwatch—you've got to factor in battery life, SOC, and components, mm-hmm. and especially when it comes with the reputation for another brand like Fitbit. Right now, the Pixel Watch would not be the best transition from a Fitbit owner, in my no. opinion.
1: Yeah, yeah, no, no. I mean, if, and, if, and that's if, that's
0: difficult to dig into. The company that owns Fitbit and has the Fitbit software on lock—the real lifestyle. Functionality. It's like This is silly. It's little things like I've got ECG on the Pixel Watch, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I can sit down with two hands and I can do a more advanced scan if I feel somewhat unwell. Exactly. And thankfully, I mean, even with some high stress <laughs> days this last week and some sort of panicky moments, I've done some ECGs and I've not encountered anything that in that moment where I'm scanning has been... Medically concerning, yeah. Mm-hmm. On my Tick Watch, I have gotten AFib warnings from passive tracking on the Tick Watch. I've had that and as well. I've before, talked yeah. to my doctor about what kind of screening and what kind of health issues that I'm looking at. Obviously, I need to lose some weight, but that's not something I would get on the Pixel Watch. The Pixel to Watch. Actively, i you have to actively I met, feel yeah. something's off. I have to scan it the tick watch has given me those alerts when it's detecting something strange happening or a stress level happening. And it's Mm -hmm. those types of little granular differences that I think matter a lot to consumers. So you then you factor in all of this additional battery life and someone has to make a hard choice. They'd have to say like, maybe I don't stick with my Fitbit subscription, but I'd be able to track this data and I'd have these capabilities and these workouts and I'd have three days of battery life. And, and that to me is, is the balancing. Are you comfortable with what you're familiar with, or are you willing to look at another product that might fit your needs better? And that's where I'm kind of a little stuck with the pixel watch.
1: It's, it's like I said, this is where I kind of labeled it. I think it's a good start. It's, it's a combination of things that I feel like I think initially when everybody was imagining what the, what a Pixel Watch, what Google's version of a Pixel Watch was, uh, it would be something more along the line of what we typically get from other Android manufacturers, but essentially a la, a la Google with custom launchers, custom functionalities, and so on. What we're getting essentially is a collaborations first. It's a first smartwatch that incorporates Android Wear or Wear OS as well as Fitbit. And I think the marriage needs some work. Um, and I think where we are right now with the watch itself, yeah. I feel like it's a, it, it, it's a solid performer for just Good. literally about a 24 hours. I mean, it's weird it's to say nice. this, but it, it it's really
0: nice. nice. It really is nice. I don't have, yeah. I don't have problems with that. And especially like saying you were coming from like a fourth gen fossil, mm-hmm. you're probably used to charging every 18 hours, you know, like that, that's, that's going to be a one to one. Yeah, but yeah. I, I feel the the market that Google can most directly leverage and can advertise to most readily. I mean, obviously, you're not going to convert Apple Watch owners. You're not going to be converting no, Garmin I, people. So who is the most to, closely yeah. linked? It's saying, hey, we've got this perfect Fitbit app integration. This is the platform for it. I don't think that's going to... It feels like two different audiences... And so far, we don't have a product that really staples it,
1: it, yeah. Them it, it's I think, but I think it's because it is so so like, I, I almost want to call it the smart Fitbit. This is literally what a smart Fitbit would look like. If a Fitbit watch needed to be a smart watch, this is what this mm-hmm. is. This is not a Wear OS. Um, a smartwatch that is basically competing with the rest. I think that it it is always going to be that it's sold. When you go to the website on Google store and you look at the, at the watches, it's listed alongside all the Fitbits. Mm -hmm. If you go to Fitbits website, it's listed alongside all the Fitbits. It is a, at its core, this is a Fitbit with smartwatch functionalities.
0: Yeah. Within maybe another generation of Fitbit products yeah. I don't think there's going to be much of a distinction. I think we're going to eventually just have Google Watches. Like, for example, you go to Rinky and you get the the little clearer case for the yeah, Pixel yeah. Watch. Google Watches are listed all in one category. So mm-hmm. they have cases for the Versas from Fitbit and from the Pixel Watch from Google all in one Google category. Which make, it makes and, sense. And yeah. that, that seems to be the direction that they're heading. What we yeah. need is a Pixel Watch XL... With at least fifty percent more battery life, if we're going to be using this Samsung SoC, and I yeah. would even say, like, if we can get a next gen die shrink SoC in a Pixel Watch Two, we'd still want fifty percent more battery. I, mean, like, I think that I, I, that I, I think would, the battery set yeah necessary
1: and and upgrade. at least for the LTE. So that was the surprise that I saw there. That is that the LTE and the were you and the GPS.
0: Well, I mean, was it
1: the, a surprise? It was. It was. <laughs>
0: Tk, I, wasn't, I, I didn't say totally it was a pleasant surprise.
1: I, I did not say it was a pleasant surprise. It was more about.
0: I that, do not you know, believe we, for a second that you were shocked. I think you got through that first day appalled. and you're like, "This I, confirms I, I up... what my hypothesis was I, I, going I was to like, be. appalled.
1: oh my god!" You know, one Clutching of those. Pearls. Yeah, absolutely. The that, that's exactly. No, that was exactly how I felt. <laughs> how could they not put a bigger battery? No, no. I, I think the, to at, at the at the end of the day, that was actually the reason why I decided that I actually was going to for, not only just activate it, but I even, like I said, I ended up adding a line just so that I can mm-hmm. use this functionality on yeah. uh, on a feature that I probably won't be using as often because I think probably within a month or so I may cancel that line, anyways. But the end of the the <laughs> the, the, the performance, and I, and I don't want to make it obviously that you know, our entire show is going to be on this because I know we t- we said about ninety minutes and we're like already forty in. We're talking sure. pixel it's a vortex um the the function itself and what it does i think um will get better over time and i think that's the main thing here this is a pixel a yeah. pixel is is not a final product at launch it's a product that that evolves well, and it's like a fine wine it gets better and, where we don't know but it will at some point yeah. start showcasing some of those maybe better battery it, life but yeah it, I don't it's
0: know. it's all of that on top of it and saying I believe this holds true because one of the products we're going to talk about, boy, howdy, did, were we delayed on getting updates. But when they came, they were amazing. Oh, yeah. um, I think this is now the truth of every tech product. You buy in at a certain point, and then the life of that product, we should expect refinement. Absolutely. And it's never a finished product you know it's probably unfinished when it goes end of life and there are other things that were missed opportunities or unfulfilled potential Um, I think Google has done a very good job of maintaining a relationship with their customers after point of sale pixels age better than most other phones on the market Um, I I believe pixels age better than iPhones iPhones will get operating system updates that have none of the fun new features that Mm -hmm. a new phone will get Where pixels are getting pixel drops and older Android phones are getting ridiculously new functionality, like four or five OS generations out. Yeah. So that, that, that I think we need to start taking that more for granted. I'm so tired of having to explain that in videos like the reality of this is you saw a review during embargo week. And that's the beginning of a conversation. Like, it, it, absolutely. That's, that's it, nowhere it near the end nowhere, of the conversation.
1: Yeah, no, no. And, and I, <laughs> But I think, okay, so but I have to be, we have to be honest with, with, with also one thing. Be I honest think with the, me. Com- let's let's no, be I, honest I, here. I actually think companies need to, the companies that are seeding these hardware, these technology uh, equipment out, I think it, it, they're seeding them with the expectation of a review. And I think that's where the expectation is kind of like preset. I
0: think they're seeding them with the expectation of social media impressions. Absolutely. They don't care what those impressions are. I'll say that. I'll say say some millions and millions of impressions. Impressions. So some, some some outlets and some influencers are more desirable than others. So they don't care if that influencer is going to call something a review and never touch that product ever again within a tiny window We know the search viability of a new product is exciting at a certain particular point, and that's exactly when the PR wants as much traffic. And then they go and report back to the company, look at these millions and millions and millions of impressions that we got, and the company can't ever really decide. Literally, like, Google internal to Google PR can't say, well, I mean, did we get millions of impressions of people saying that this product sucked? Mm -hmm. We got millions of impressions, lots of eyeballs on your product. And you can kind of see sales are spiking and relating to some of this correlating. It wasn't causation, but it correlates with some of these impressions. And that that's the game. Yeah. And so now for for the company, for the outlets and the influencers who understand that the window of profitability is did I get the product before other people so I could have an exclusive video out for the peak window of interest? I made my money beyond that. I don't care. I'll probably never seriously revisit this product ever again. And so that's the main issue that I feel the manufacturers need to work out is because they need to be a constant presence. Apple is a constant presence in their customers lives in Android land. Even with Google doing a much better job of this, it still feels a lot more like, boom, we made a lot of noise when this thing came out. And two months later. You know, it's there. It's on a store shelf. You can go get it at a carrier, I guess. You can order it from our website. It's still around. Mm -hmm. But they're not making the constant push to be a part of this sort of awareness of technology. Google, from the Pixel 6 on, has done a much better job. They still have miles to go. And especially miles to go to undo some of their reputation in killing other products. You've got to undo that consumer education to say, no, 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 the Pixels can be a safe bet. Whatever their messaging platform might be, that might change names or something, sure. But, you know, the, the Google hardware team has been around for a while. These are the types of products that Google seems to, to kind of keep, uh, keep a bit more focus with. Uh, yeah, JGJ, Stadia, cough, cough, Stadia, <laughs> cough so hang out I, 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 oh,
1: sorry i, I, yeah, no, I do want
0: to shift gears because I, i'm i i was i i, I enjoyed kind of catching you know what you had to say about the pixel buds i could not i i was underwater when those things came out with all the other things that i was working on oh yeah and huh. i will eventually circle back and grab some pixel buds and just give them a listen but it's also one of those things like man we are so flush with Absolutely stunning audio gear right now. Oh, my God. That, I, I, I went from the Fio, the Fio BTR-7 to the yeah, yeah. Hi-Fi Griffin in that window where I might have been picking up and playing with some Pixel Buds. And so I, I get it. You know, the Pixel Buds are cool. But I was also like, man, I've got my Pinnacles. I've got my my Odyssey Euclids. I've got my Ecos. I've got all these different headphones and cans. And I've got this amazing little Bluetooth DAC. I think I'm good for audio for right now but i think you um, for for yeah (laughs)
1: the the yeah (laughs) i was gonna say there's no question about that yeah you're always flush with with different techs and i think it's not just even wireless you're also you know we're talking about dax portable dax also you know Mm. wired cans open close back all all the different technologies no i'm sure
0: (laughs) because this company just had a couple killer products launched back to back been very impressed. Um, these are my One More Sonoflow. We talked about these a little while back, and then uh, these are the new One More Arrow. And the One More Arrow uh, are an interesting little pair of true wireless earbuds. Uh, mm-hmm. Full MSRP one hundred nine dollars, basically one hundred ten bucks. On sale right now for twenty dollars off. Okay. And they're built on the Comfo buds. So I don't want to like show everybody my nasty earwax on this earbud tip. But kind of one of those cut-off stock design earbuds. These are really mm-hmm. familiar. A lot of people have seen these. But for roughly ninety bucks, uh, ANC Quiet Max is their branded uh, noise cancellation technology, which is certified by THX mm-hmm. to reduce distortion in noise canceling. Um, Pretty good battery life. I mean, uh, I got just over four hours on my first charge, uh, just kind of listening on these. But the big Mm -hmm. hook here is built-in hardware to process spatial audio with head tracking. Oh, nice. So we don't have a dedicated proprietary chip like AirPods. So if the phone moves, or if, like, say you have it paired to a TV or a tablet, if the source moves in relation to the earbuds the audio doesn't track the source but you know you play pause and if you're kind of looking in the direction of what you're watching then when you play the audio it will track with spatial audio and it does a very good job of sort of keeping your orientation Mm -hmm. to your audio source in mind um it's like 85% 85% of what makes AirPods Pro 2 really good. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, AirPods Pro 2 are better in every single individual feature, but these are really close in every individual feature, and they're less than half the price. Yeah. So this, oh. to me, has now become that exciting, like, tech should have a democratizing effect. When, mm-hmm. when spatial audio comes out, it should be really hip and cool and unique and expensive for about a year. And then we should see technology trickle down into other products. It's trickling; (laughs) it's making its way. We're starting
1: to see. We're starting to see. Yeah. No. No. You're. You're right. And I think that's the biggest. uh, The biggest thing is, um, you know, like again, I always like to refer like older things, but it's it's under. The ninety nine, the 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 hundred dollars, and I know they're a hundred and ten, but they're really like around that hundred dollar price point. Yeah, I mean, on sale Has become right now for very 90. competitive. Yeah. Oh no, no, absolutely, and I think that's the biggest thing. They've become very competitive. Companies are are starting to push so much of the two hundred dollar, three hundred dollar buds, in technologies into those two into that one hundred dollar mark because they realize that that's the right sweet spot for buying you're gonna sell way more at around that hundred dollar mark than he has at the two hundred and the three hundred. They are gonna sell, don't get me wrong, Apple will sell AirPods. There's not a question there. But the chances of somebody picking up a pair of buds that are like one more buds for about a hundred dollars are more likely because it is going to be basically how much your wallet is, is able to stretch. And the $50 where it's the budget, you know um, you know, bang for the buck type of experience, mm-hmm. the hundred dollars is coming to the point where it becoming more functional. We're getting ANC spatial audio uh, technologies. We're getting really good um, audio processing, LDAC technologies. I mean, talk about the liberties and so on. Um, right. and actually speaking of that, a little bit of a surprise kind of thing, I don't know if you saw, but you know, so there was a lot of interesting back and forth comments going on with the new, um, what's it called? The nothing ear tip, the ear stick, yeah. the, the new buds that they released for about a hundred and something and mm-hmm. not having ANC, but having seven hours worth of battery life, which kind of makes sense. Most that don't, when you turn off ANC, you do get more battery life, less spring yeah. done.
0: So the um, one more arrow have about seven hours on a charge and you'll never really know that because why turn off the spatial audio and the ANC if you don't have to? Because it's yeah. real good. And, but that's so. what
1: that's, I think that's the biggest thing. It's, <laughs> it's that—that price factor. It's like that. It's like almost like the the Google eight ninety nine and six ninety nine. Uh, you know, yeah. and price point. It's that sweet spot. They figured out what the recipe and what the market's willing to bear, and that's the price point. So. Oh yeah, No, that,
0: nothing is completely off the plot. I'm sorry. As we're seeing the economic downturn, consumer spending. As we're seeing, like the entire true wireless audio market plateau.
1: Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, um, we're, we're flush.
0: I, I think I think nothing has completely lost the plot. They raised the price on their first earbuds, and their second pair of earbuds are, they look fine. hundred dollars is a lot to spend on, fine.
1: Yeah, you can get and, and, I, some and I,
0: ear fun. You can get exactly. yourself some Edifiers. There's Soundcore. Oh, I, I, theres I mean all of these other inexpensive one mores I mean again I who who was it uh was it Gary was was say, in the chat saying uh, his he's got one more kumfo buds there yeah it was easy, Gary yeah, yeah Gary, Gary the
1: fireman. um I on think...
0: top of literally every individual manufacturer who also makes their own first party buds
1: like voila. I, Oop, did I? yeah, here we are. yeah Gary.
0: I, I, I love it the you know, buds nothing is kind of trying to mimic some of this like early one plus success. I'll take mm-hmm. OnePlus earbuds over nothing's. Get it? I'll, I'll take OnePlus over I, nothing. Uh, sorry, sorry.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you brought OnePlus into <laughs> the conversation without you even... But seriously,
0: like no, you, there Carl have been Play some incredible deals into... on the OnePlus Buds Pro, and was oh. it the OnePlus bud Z were solid too? Yeah, yeah. So you're not no. impressing me with this like clear case. That's it. That that's all no, it is. But I but I there think that's what adequate it is. earbuds at at an inflated price with a clear case. I'm Man, I am i not they're, impressed.
1: They're over they're overpriced for what they offer. And I think Definitely. that's where I'm worried. They're they're for me, they're more around the sixty to seventy dollar buds. And the clear case is a design choice. I mean don't get me wrong, it it looks nice. It was nice on the first one, but the your second time around, it's it's a little bit confusing coming right after a hundred and fifty dollar pair. It's for the first buds. So <laughs> increasing them by so, increasing them by fifty percent is it was I, the big I, hit.
0: There, two two comments I want to get to here real quick. Um sure, sure. So first from, from Septian, uh, have you tried them with Cobas? I'm assuming you mean the Arrow. Uh, the Arrow default to AAC because the on-bud processing is kind of built around the spatial audio trick. So as it's doing your head tracking, you have to assume that that's going to eat more of your battery. Just processing that data. So that seems to be one of the compromises. One more when you step up to like the Evo, which are about $60 more expensive. Um, you've got the full suite. You've got LDAC, you've got high quality audio processing. I think it'll probably be another generation before we see in Android land good support for something like Snapdragon sound with some kind of spatial audio tracking and not completely garbage battery life. So Kobez, the big hook is you have most of what I listen to on Kobaz is at least C D quality. Um the One More Arrow aren't making the same kind of audiophile argument that, like, you know, the, the um, Masters in Dynamic, uh, that my Bear Dynamic, that mm. um, some of these other really expensive earbuds are making. The Arrow are just fun. There's something mm-hmm. really satisfying about syncing up, like, pointing your nose in the direction of a video source, and then you turn on the spatial audio, and it sounds real basic. It's not a really manipulated spatial audio sound it's kind of just like stereo widening with a little bit of reverb and some eq manipulation it's super Mm -hmm. super subtle but that lands the illusion of speakers so much better so then just those casual little head turning things that we all do as humans sells the illusion of spatial audio so much better if you have spatial audio but it's rigidly, perfectly stuck to your skull, then you don't really have spatial audio because we want speakers in space. Our brain needs that location data to kind of feel where audio is coming from. So now with this $90 pair of earbuds, we're not getting the premium audio quality that I expect from my Freebirds. Mm -hmm. Um, Instead, what I'm getting is a really novel and fun it's, it's kind of like a cotton candy versus like a really hearty meal. Um, it's a really fun representation of speakers in space, and it does a much better job of keeping the speakers in place while my head moves through that stereo sound. So I, I, I wouldn't say there's any terrific advantage. And it's spatial manipulation. So you, you're going to listen to some tracks, and it's going to sound like garbage. I, I think spatial audio on the iPhone is very hit or miss. Um, the DTS effects can be really good. I still think mm-hmm. the best version of this I've heard, and I can't remember who did. I think it was Waves. Uh, Waves collaborated with Odyssey mm-hmm. on the Mobius gaming headset. And I still think that's been the best representation of spatial audio in a fun consumer-y product, yeah. not in like some really fancy, expensive, high-end uh, solution. The the other thing that I just wanted to to point to to, to kind of point out JGJ because we were talking about OnePlus I was very disappointed. Did you see this? Uh, there's a mystery box coming from OnePlus. There is. So I just got the email this morning. It, their their little promo. I'm a big fan of OnePlus. I really like their products. Uh-huh. I wish they wouldn't do stuff like this. So it's basically a real life loot box. You give OnePlus ten bucks and you might win a phone. Or you might get a water bottle, or a charge cable, or, or one of their figurines. Charger,
1: yeah, yeah, no, or no, no,
0: no. yeah, and you know what? Don't don't do that. We don't like loot boxes in video games. Making real life loot boxes. Loot boxes. <laughs> so, I mean, if you if you could guarantee, so so way back in the day, I liked loot crate. I actually met, I I was friends with one of the guys who founded Loot Crate. I I went to their warehouse. I did like one of the the most read uh, editorials on what their business setup was like. It's like, again, it's like the second most read article on my blog. Um, Obviously, that business model was unsustainable and it all kind of fell apart and that was really sad. But the, the idea was I'm giving them a monthly subscription fee and I'm getting a box of value with collectibles and toys and and gadgets and things like that that's worth at least this much money but usually more all right so what OnePlus is doing is saying hey you give us 10 bucks and you might get something of value or you might just get garbage and you can't guarantee what how much is it i'm really am i really going to get 10 bucks i i don't need a water bottle i don't i don't want to spend ten dollars on a water bottle that's that's not a value, no, no,
1: I, and, I, and I think that's the, the that's the yeah, <laughs> it's loot. It's a loot box. It's like you have no idea. It's it's like the uh, it, it, like if you're if you get the 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 Google Play points every week every month if you if you buy things on Google Play, um, there's this weekly prize thing that comes up and you don't know what it is. You keep clicking it. Sometimes you may win four points. Sometimes you get a hundred points. You don't know. It's it's a loot box. No. It, it's it's a yeah. weird. Um, that's bad. It, it's a tough, it's a tough one. I mean, I, I, I hope that you get the phone. I, I hope you get a phone and I hope you're getting something that you'd enjoy. Sure.
0: Um. Although, you know, I, uh,
1: I, I, I must've missed that email. Cause I, I, I just, I, I, there's a, we get those promotions quite a bit sometimes. And I was like, okay. Yeah. Um, it, but at the end of the day, I will, I'll probably say this, look, there are so many options right now for the audio experience um the the conversation with nothing for me primarily came up because when i saw what the ear stick was supposed to be which it, again mm-hmm. the whole e- the word ear and stick doesn't match it, it just to me doesn't sound right it, it's it, it's but dumb. the yeah no no it's, it, it's just in it, and, and they're referring it's to the case and
0: it's bad and they should feel bad <laughs> they should
1: change they the thing dumb. they should change it yeah because it but either way um I understand what they're trying to do. And I think, again, at the end of the day, is as a second-generation product of what they were what they released last year, which was arguably one of their most but successful it's not launches.
0: second-gen. It's a different product. It's, it's a different product, but
1: it's the second pair of buds. That's what I meant. It's not the second-generation. Yeah, it's, it's
0: still a first-gen product. Again, the audio manufacturing that goes into making open-ear buds... I mean, it's, you can learn a lot from doing some interaction. I can say that yes, I, I enjoyed quite a bit a on, Sony product. has them. No, no, I know, I, and I, like, I don't know if I know. Well, but Sony's different. Like, what Sony's doing with LinkBuds is some of the most exciting, like, in-the-ear speaker technology that I've yeah. ever seen. Mm-hmm. What One More is doing is, like, hey, we stole this pair of AirPods, first gen, let's copy them and put a clear case on them. Like oh, you meant to say nothing.
1: That... Yeah, not one more.
0: Sorry, yeah, nothing. Yeah. You know, well, one yeah, was, more does. One more. totally. So, so one yeah. more did something similar. The very, very first generation of Comfo Buds were very similar to the AirPods. And oh, they yeah. had a, a hard rubber ring to kind of help give you just a little bit of padding on your ear. Mm-hmm. And they were comfy, but they weren't really a good fit for me. And the Comfo Buds 2 and the ComfoBuds Buds Pro have gone to a much better sort of ear tip like, the design that they actually implemented on that ear tip has a mesh built into it, which is ingenious. Uh, similar to the Liberty. Yeah, the
1: Liberty Pros. Uh, the Liberty 4s so actually have it, not the Pro, but yeah.
0: So, so like, you know, I, I, I threw out a huge shout to Eco because Eco earbuds come with these little vent grills that you can replace. Mm-hmm. Just put them into the ear tips. Like, that makes a lot of sense. I kind of get it. So, um, that, that to me is like an example of, hey, we took something that's sort of adjacent to the AirPods and we innovated. Mm -hmm. nothing isn't doing anything like that nothing is like what can we do to make airpods aesthetically different so people know they aren't airpods and that to me doesn't move the needle on this conversation
1: no and and i think that that was i think for for the most part i think that that was my my main kind of like direction in in that direction kind of conversation i like i saw that I, i saw the specs and i'm like okay next moving on did <laughs> it, one it, 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 I, I
0: is going to make my review that much better hey man all of that take all of that information put it put it in your video if you know you don't even have to give me the thumbs up or the credit on it I, i'm i'm always down <laughs> to help pollute someone else's video with my opinions
1: <laughs> oh they have another one spend ten dollars to get a five dollar coupon for accessories like what
0: no, no, I think he's making a joke. No, I, no, so no. I think on the page they can say you get up to like $940 worth of coupon codes for things. Mm-hmm. But something tells me it's not just like take $900 off a purchase. It's going to be if you buy this with this and that, you'll get a $20 coupon. But if you buy this with that and then these accessories, you'll get a $50 coupon. Like, I I, it I just missed so it. And the, I uh, wish the, OnePlus could be above that.
1: I, I miss their old reward program. I missed the old reward yes. program because I lost a lot of points from them, but I'm also yeah. seeing more and more companies like Tesla cancels their reward program. Um, mm. Uber is canceling their reward program. All the points I have on uh, Uber are going to expire in, in not even four days. And I don't know, and I can't redeem them for anything good other than buying things on Uber. I'm like, I don't want to buy things right. on I mean, either way. Um, so yeah. So long story short, Selections and options and 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 different configurations are available. Your your ears are not going to be disappointed. It it's really more about doing your homework and figuring out what you need for your listening experience. And uh, watch Juan's channel because that's where the audio stuff is. That's well, the, it's a I, simple so, recommendation. So-
0: Thank you. Um, Yes. I always appreciate some of the conversations that we have on audio gear too. I think it's safe to say that between your channel and my channel, we've got Mm. some pretty good back and forth opinions on, on different audio products. And then this is always the opportunity that I would shout out our good buddy, Jeff El Jefe reviews. Reviews, Yes. Who has built one of the best channels on YouTube for the consistency with which he applies his his method to every single audio product that he reviews. So I, you know, come to me for some of my whinging and rambling about being an old like recording engineer guy, but go to Jeff for I think the most current on the pulse consistency in your reviews. It's not whether or not someone likes one product and then they kind of review a couple others. You want someone who's going to take. The same approach if it's on like a $20 pair of ear fun and like a $250 pair of Sennheisers. Absolutely. You want the same measured approach to trying to figure out who a, a pair of earbuds are the right fit for. And then also that you trust their ears are making kind of the same decisions regardless of the brand label. He's not swayed by the label on the box.
1: no no absolutely lfa or jeff's jeff channel is definitely i would say um for me is like my my go-to if i have to look for something that i haven't looked at or i haven't had a chance to check out that it's automatic like yeah yeah. like two
0: years ago when i really i mean not more than two years ago now um a couple years back when i really started kind of getting back into this it was largely his channel i had given up on bluetooth audio i really thought it was just going to be hot garbage and i still have a lot of concerns over like recyclability and right to repair and the end of life of these products but again jeff kind of got me back in when this stuff started getting good um so the only reason I, i'm kind of tackling these types of consumer earbud reviews is because like he he kind of made this fun for me again
1: i i will say that for right to repair um the so we, we recently had a little short story and hopefully won't make it too long but um, recently, my son's the uh, the Pixel five a that we had. Um, right You guys know yeah. we, that was his first one. So unfortunately, it had a little bit of an accident. So infor- the the display broke, and um I <laughs> the of all the things that needed to be repaired, obviously the display is most the first thing that typically gets damaged. But um going to iFixit, ordering the right display. I mean, it's about a hundred bucks for the display. It makes sense. the The walkthrough installation. The simplest, most easiest ever process I've ever had to do on replacing on the display on a phone was done on the Pixel Five A. The entire nothing had to be open. I did not have to take the motherboard, the RAM, the battery. All, didn't even have to touch the back of the phone. All of them, all of the um, the mechanism and everything that you needed was clipped on the front. We needed to just have the double sided tape. Took it out, one pin connector. That's it. You mm-hmm. put the new one on. Boom, plug it in. Snap it on. Put the tape on. I was done in yeah. 10 minutes anybody that any and awesome. it's like like but that's how it should be If you're comfortable doing it, do it yourself. iFixit is there for you. If you need help, buy the right hardware, certified hardware from Google. You know this is original hardware. You can take it to your local shop, they can do the stuff, and you're not gonna get an error message because your computer or your phone Mm -hmm. doesn't, you know, it's not you know, you picked it up from another phone, therefore this is this may not be legitimate and your phone's not gonna work. But Apple, I picked it up from another iPhone, the exact same model, same year, everything but it's not the nope. same. You know what I mean? Like it's a weird conversation. Different. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I'm like, no, this was easy. It was simple. The phone's back to live. Everything's fine. Touch response, all that. But seriously, a little bit of heat around. We popped it off. I mean, I had him help me. So I wanted him to nice. see exactly what to do. Um, much easier than when I had to fix the, uh, what's it called? Uh, the ROG phone too. That was an hour <laughs> that I yeah, had to go that through the scary. That, Yes. Yeah. No, a lot of glued, like the heating, the, 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 the airflow, all of that. No, it it's, it's, it's scary going into one of those. I mean, I'm okay. surprised I walked out of it with the phone, but either way. Um, so yeah. So to speak of that, when you're talking about right to prepare with earbuds and so on, yeah, there, there is no life there. There's no there's nothing you could do with them. They're literally made so that when you don't oh, use yeah. them, they're dead. They go to trash.
0: I, I was keeping the track not much of to do. like a, a short list of earbuds that could be sort of consumer cracked open and batteries replaced. Mm-hmm. Like you wouldn't really be able to fully repair them if something else got broken. Um, and I had a list of about five or six different models. But again, this was this was pre-pandemic and mm-hmm. like i think the creative earbuds they had replaceable batteries and they actually had a white paper on their website that showed some loose schematics so you could kind of okay. figure out how to crack them open there was one of the i can't remember which one it was a pair of galaxy buds that you could get into and you could replace batteries on that and like the list is disgustingly short it is there are yeah. almost no other products that you, you can reasonably open in maintenance. and maintenance and again not to fix anything else on them like if you have a driver start kind of buzzing out or if you have any other kind of problems I, you know, they're dead um, that's very that's very similar to other IEMs in this kind of like especially if you're looking at some of the kZ and CCA type um, affordable IEMs you're not expecting you're going to be able to fix a driver casing on a pair of IEMs but just to get to the battery. That that to me is the part that that's most frustrating. That it will burn out, and there's nothing you can do with them. Whereas, like if I shred the cable on a good pair of IEMs, I can go get a new cable. If I jack one of the drivers, I can usually reach out to a company and say, "Hey, what will you charge me to replace the left ear? My mm-hmm. right ear is fine. I don't want to have to rebuy the whole ear, all of the earbuds again." Um, you can keep a pair of cabled earbuds running for. Decades with some care and a little maintenance. So, Anna, it, it, it's just a heady conversation. It's one that we kind of have to keep plugging away at because right now, true wireless is just so convenient, except for the thing that you have to charge and keeping track of the case and the accessories, you know, whether or not you can use third party ear tips. And after about two or three years, they're probably not going to be running as well. So, you'll just have to throw them away and get some new ones where I have. You know, 20 year old cans and 10 year old um, uh, location field monitors that are still just as good today as they were 10 and 20 years ago.
1: Yeah, so, no, I, I, um, I found some of my old um, uh, monitoring, um, you know, over the year uh, monitoring headphones mm-hmm. uh, that are I mean, they're like, you know, they're, they're not the high impedance, but it still was I put them on. Oh yeah, I've got my my HD25
0: sitting right over there and I still pull them out from time to time when I need hyper-isolation when I'm out and about. Mm -hmm. Um, I've got my Nobles. I know a lot of people made fun of me because I have this weird flip switch dual driver Noble. So it's one, one driver is built for sort of a flat, tinny, sort of authentic sound for when you're recording. And then it's got a switch and you flip the switch on it and it's got like this colorful, juicy, deep V cut driver mm-hmm. for when you want to listen to music and have fun. You can just keep the same, same monitor okay. for, for both applications. I would want to say those were like $1,200 <laughs> um, in-ear monitors, mm-hmm. but I got them before I was working at pocket now. And again, I need to replace the ear tips, but they still work today. Like they did when I first got them. Like That's they're beautiful. Great. So anyway, um, we should probably switch up because I, we we probably don't want to go too, 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 too late. Well,
1: I was tonight, about to but... yeah, I was about to say about that. let's let's start talking a little bit more. Uh well, a little bit more about the perfect. I want to kind of close out around yeah. Microsoft. But let's I think yeah, we can let's, knock let's out the up.
0: perfect in there. That'll be good. So um I need to make sure. Did I get the right one? This might be my X.
1: That's not the X14 oh, no. Pro.
0: What happened to my X14 Pro? got to be here in the office somewhere my office is so dirty Lex, did you take the x pro (laughs) no i can't even blame my daughter on this one i am just a slob um hey vamp let me i I meant to pull this up before we started recording sorry guys this is awesome podcasting (laughs)
1: because that's how we do it no no seriously we're doing Um, it live we're doing it live but your picture's still in the frame so so nvidia's pretty happy with it (laughs) just imagine (laughs) that
0: that thing on my bookshelf is the one talking to you
1: the the thing in the bookshelf okay. behind you. Perfect cups. guys
0: are going to think this is hilarious because I, I was testing stuff out on my duo. So to test stuff out on my duo, I was using the 4K U Perfect that they yeah. actually customized for me, and somehow i had managed to put this on top of the 14, so it was under the larger portable monitor. And I couldn't see it readily on my phone
1: Such a first world problem type of situation, really. I my 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 laptop is the u-perfect X14 is under the UPerfect uh you know 4K.
0: So I'm I'm gonna make myself big here for just a little bit. This is the Absolutely. X14 Pro. Mm-hmm. So this is a laptop dock. It functions mm-hmm. very similar to um a number of these other uh solutions, like the UPerfect X yeah that, the, that's that's the, the one i got a chance to play with yeah let me just kind of open it so we've got you know a, it looks like a laptop form factor there's no compute guts inside for processing or for graphics um all of that's powered from your phone um i've been using this mostly with my motorola edge plus Plus. Mm-hmm. and the that's big hook choice. for this one uh, and and a lot of the same things you know backlit keyboard nice chunky keys um a, a, a nice broad trackpad but in some apps like android is kind of stupid it doesn't handle these types of trackpads very well so i'm kind of having to like disable it when i'm doing things USB-C or hdmi inputs to drive the display but this one is fancy pants oh and it can also function like full it's tablet mode full tablet, if you just wanna, yeah. Wrap around. or you can also prop it up like kind of in a tent mode i mean you've, we've been seeing this since like the early days of the lenovo yoga yeah, But I'm going to, once this gets started up, I hope it,
1: you didn't kill the battery before. It, oh, here, fire there up. you are. Yeah.
0: So this has wireless radios built into it. Ooh. I have been perpetually frustrated with techies who think they know things. Mm-hmm. Um, the, you know, the people who leave comments on my videos and they're like, oh, uh, the laptop dock should have had wireless connectivity and then it would be worth it for the money. <laughs> Those people suck. And I tend to just mute them because they're lame. Yeah, um, with... But the folks at you perfect have been listening to some of that feedback and I think they've made one of the best versions of the imagination of techies who don't know what they're talking about. Okay. So... We think like okay, you've seen decks and you can mm-hmm. connect decks to like Miracast on a TV, yeah, right? Absolutely, yeah. That's great. Finally. That's awesome. So, how do you control decks when you're connected to a TV over Miracast?
1: Well, you turn on the uh, the mouse contro- uh, controller on the display, and then you've got to turn it.
0: your phone into, into like a mouse. The control a, feature, right? Yeah, a controller. Yeah. So you have a laptop dock, and when you plug in on a cable, you've got a mouse cursor on the trackpad and a keyboard, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, yeah. So if you build in a Miracast radio to to send the screen over, how do you control
1: Bluetooth connector? Dex. You you'd have to turn on Bluetooth So not not only
0: do you need Miracast radios in here. Yeah. You also need Bluetooth, Bluetooth radios. So now you've added two different types of wireless connections yeah, you need an additional connection so that you can implement touchscreen functionality and send that back, but that's going to have, yeah <laughs> a bit of a delay because yeah, you're going I... wirelessly. Absolutely. yeah. So so here's the thing. YouPerfect has nailed the reality of that product. Okay? This is the best version of that that mm-hmm. you can buy. It is wonderfully functional. It is quick. It is accessible. I mean, you see, it takes a little while to boot up those radios. Oh, absolutely. You yeah, how yeah, absolutely. how long it took me to kind of get this up and running. Yeah, yeah. I personally prefer a cable. Oh,
1: absolutely. I, I, I mean, plug
0: for... a phone in and the screen pops up and I'm immediately working and the battery in the dock is charging my phone. Mm-hmm. I have never been the person who has asked for wireless connectivity... Because it comes with all of these additional things that you need to pair, and you're draining the battery on this, and you're draining the battery on your phone. Mm -hmm. So when you're done using your phone like a computer, your battery is not charged if you're going over this wireless connection. If you're plugging your phone in, why not just plug it into the dock and be free of more cables?
1: Makes sense. You're right.
0: So... I really, I'm, I'm, I, and and I can actually see like you perfect is actually in our chat right now. I, for for the folks at you perfect, I would like to commend you. I think you have built the best version of what the reality of this product looks like. I think you've deftly circumvented some of the major uh, pitfalls of what a product like this, uh, the problems that a product like this might face. I, I have to wonder because this also comes with a higher price tag than a cable only uh, version of a U3 no
1: no absolutely dock. you have to you have to factor in all that technology you know? of course
0: and 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 again it, it's not just we put in a couple of radios okay you have to put in controllers for those radios mm-hmm. you have to connect that to the power source your assembly gets more complicated because now you need antennas yeah, everything yeah. about that gets a lot more expensive than just. How come it doesn't have a Miracast? Because <laughs> that's hard. It's so, not just plugging it so, into
1: Chromecast. You know, I'm with you.
0: So my my the, the the mission that I'm on when I talk about desktop modes and I talk about um, these types of products and and these accessories, the X14 Pro does everything that the UPerfect X does does it very well. You tent mode, you can turn it into a tablet. It's a great screen. It can connect to game consoles and other computers and cameras, everything that I love about the Mm dock. I feel the people that have been complaining about wireless, this is their opportunity to now step up and support the company that made what they said they wanted. Yeah. And I'm skeptical because a lot of those jerks in my comments who say things like it should just be magic and also cheaper. Um, I don't feel they're going to go out and support the company for making what they wanted. They're going to complain that it's too expensive or, Oh, but it wasn't as perfect as I imagined in my brain from watching Star Trek. It's not Star Trek magic. So it's not good enough.
1: And I feel like
0: you perfect is going to end up with kind of like that perception when really they nailed it. (laughs) Like, I don't think you could really do this better unless you just made it its own computer, which defeats the whole purpose of using a phone desktop mode uh, or a power laptop, a yeah, yeah, a laptop, a laptop
1: dock kind of thing. No, no, and I and I appreciate the functionality of adding it because it is something that if you let's say you don't have your cable with you and you forgot the cable, you're able to basically you know fan yeah. yourself with it because that's one of the numbers yeah. thing. Create no, your no, own no, fan. No, that
0: that did happen to me. I, I had my U Perfect X, and I was I we road tripped out at the beginning of the pandemic. am mm-hmm. actually kind of in like the middle of the first year of the pandemic. Yeah, yeah and um, it was terrifying because I I didn't bring the USB cables. And you can't have just a regular USB C. Oh, absolutely!
1: Yeah, it has to be USB 3.2 or 3.1. it has to be fast enough,
0: or a Thunderbolt cable will work too. So, first, like the first half of this of our pandemic lockdowns, and I'm driving around town trying to find Thunderbolt cables at like Best Buys in Albuquerque to get my U Perfect X to work. Um, I I completely appreciate that. I feel someone is going to have to sit down and look at the price because it is a significant price increase over the U-Perfect X, which mm-hmm. I think the U-Perfect X is one of the most brilliant, flexible, portable, affordable displays that you can get. Yeah. And I feel the conversation of factoring in wireless takes you into, into a high enough price category. It's, this is more expensive than the 4K U-Perfect monitor. It, it, so it, so this guy yeah. that was hiding it is a is a is a bright 4k panel like with a big old metal hinge and a blade type mm-hmm. keyboard yeah. and and mousing and and you can get this for less than the wireless version of this so it, it's a trickier conversation making that recommendation and I feel the people who most want that wireless are going to be exactly the people who are going to complain because what they meant What people in my comments meant was I wanted everything that the U-Perfect X could do. Mm -hmm. I want it to also basically be kind of a standalone platform with all of this wireless functionality, with Bluetooth radios and mirror cast and excellent battery life and no lag. And I also wanted it to be $50 cheaper than the U-Perfect X. And that person doesn't live in reality. No, (laughs) no. That person can't. Yeah, can't handle what this really looks like when you're trying to make and ship and manufacture a product.
1: No, I I agree. I and I and I, and that's one of the things that it it's hard to, like in expectation land. A lot of people like, yeah, we want it faster, better, cheaper. Every single time they release something, it needs to be I, that's cheaper a no than brainer. the first generation. I,
0: I'm so tired of people who think that they're commenting. Mm-hmm. I'm so tired of people who think that that's like a, a valuable contribution to it. Should be better and cheaper, like. Yes, we all want that.
1: No, no, absolutely. If
0: that's the only thing, I actually have a section of the video that I have have to cut out of my full Mm -hmm. review on this, where it's like, it's two minutes of me going, yeah, no duh. (laughs) (laughs) I want it to be Star Trek, but also five cents. You're like, you're an idiot. Stop. Get, like, I need to like drive to that person's house and like unplug their cable modem because they'd never be able to figure out how to plug it back in, it back and in. we would be spared from these miserable comments on YouTube videos. I, I, I.
1: I understand. And, and I have uh, <laughs> the mechanics of that part. But what I would probably also say is I noticed that you also put out a another conversation going around 12 L. So I, I, the reason why I felt like you perfect and and the, the the end of the video kind of like our our stream kind of going into is talking about the Duo and Ender 12 L using some of the desktop experiences in there as well. And and the, the improvements that you got in there, because that was the I would feel like this is. Like Android 12, so the duo is one of the duo two specifically has been.
0: Oh, sorry, real quick. Yeah, yeah. pause. We're gonna come right back to it. I just want to throw this out to you, Perfect, because hey, guys, on the on the podcast right now, you Perfect is is becoming one of my all time favorite portable display manufacturers, and they've got a little tease for us. Uh, Thank you, Juan and TK. We will keep going. Actually, another wireless connect function is under development simple one cable connect to a dock will let you know soon
1: so we've, got, <laughs> hey. we've got a
0: little bit of a scoop here uh, <laughs> Oh my god, something yeah, new I, is coming I, yeah. I mean with with you perfect in the chat th- thank you uh we've definitely appreciated the access and getting to play with some of these products and, absolutely and, and again where i'm criticizing i i really feel like it's a criticism that feeds into a market price And I feel like the company has done a great job of addressing the reality of this product. Um, But it's, it's, again, it's another opportunity for me to reiterate. Instead of buying a new phone or a new tablet or some new gadget, grab yourself an inexpensive portable monitor. And I guarantee you, you will find new functionality out of all the products you already own. Absolutely. And that to me is, is a really fun game. We can prop up a, 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 a USB monitor in our dining room. It's often a U-Perfect monitor, but mm-hmm. we've I've played with a few. <laughs> but my wife can plug in a phone, can plug in a, 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 my Steam Deck. My daughter can plug in a or your tablet. Laptop. Like, yeah, or your
1: laptop, too. Get an ext- I can go dual display monitor. when I'm writing.
0: Yeah, yeah. It's great. Mm-hmm so um it, it really is, oh, and they're also saying they've got a two hundred dollar off coupon for the x fourteen pro so if you're if you're wanting to shop an x fourteen pro now would be the time to do it while you can get one for two hundred dollars off yeah so, no no, absolutely thank you uh I'm real glad to see you guys in the chat, and ill I'll, I'll definitely be harassing you over email about what's coming out next.
1: <laughs> <laughs> they may lift to regret this guy these these comments
0: yet, no, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right. No, you no, shouldn't no. have given thank me you. anything because now i'm gonna be. Like a dog with, but let me get my, um, let me get my duo here. Yeah. Sorry. So you, you were eloquently starting us off on changing the topic to Surface Duo and, uh, I just wanted to kind of shout out. That
1: last <laughs> yeah, one no no. There. I I just didn't see the comment before. That's why I missed that I missed that when I was trying to kind of do the I'm I'm trying to see if there is a way for us to finish in 90 minutes. <laughs> I don't know if it's uh, possible. You know what?
0: If we go a couple minutes over, I'm sure the people here in the stream will understand. We'll hang out with us for We sure. usually do a 2-hour show anyway.
1: <laughs> oh no, usually yeah, like 2 but, to 2 hours and 10 minutes. That's that's our that's our normal jam. Look at that. Look at that. <laughs> NVIDIA's been doing pretty good today. Did you turn it off? Is is the NVIDIA uh, broadcast? I, I
0: turned it down a little, but it's, it's really... The, the, the problem I have is the camera does face tracking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the focus is what throws NVIDIA off. So when oh. the Panasonic is having difficulty, like... Finding your it's, face. It's only tracking my face. It's not tracking distance. So I've got to completely block my face to get it to focus it to catch on something right. else. Yeah, yeah. And then you saw how NVIDIA got weird. So anyway... <laughs> That, yeah, yeah, th- that's terrible audio podcasting. I apologize
1: for everybody on the audio side. Yes, imagine Juan's face moving side to side, like right now.
0: Imagine you. Okay, that, nope, nope, nope. Stop yeah. it. There we go. Stop. Yeah. So yeah, Android twelve L. It's it's on the duo now. We have it. It's a thing. I
1: I, I so first I'll probably say is uh, the desktop experience. Obviously, that's what it, you were you posted about. You talked about it a little bit more. Um, what are some of the biggest things that you've you've noticed? Uh, already like just up I, I guess overall yeah what What are your, your main takeaways overall excited happy glad uh enthusiastic wanting more so <laughs> i don't know so th- this
0: fits into another one of those conversations where both on the duo uh the duo 2 and the duo 1 because mm-hmm. the duo 1 also got 12l uh basically same day
1: mm-hmm. okay
0: um so even going back to a snapdragon 855 the first generation of this idea, which I kind of like the form factor a little better. It's running really well. Mm-hmm. Um, this is another part of that conversation where, man, I saw a video on the duo at launch and they said it was buggy and it had bugs. And did you hear about the bugs? And the software wasn't perfect because of the bugs. It must never be worth it. And just like any other product, we have seen steady and consistent refinement And I got to throw Microsoft a lot of respect. We haven't been getting these big, exciting Android number updates, but the duos keep getting better and better polished. The performance has improved. The camera functionality has improved. The gestures are now substantially better, where Microsoft started us off ahead of the curve. Mm -hmm. If it hadn't been for Microsoft and Samsung, We would not be seeing the same type of UI uh, manipulation of Android for things like tablets. Yeah. I really credit Samsung and Microsoft for kicking Google's ass. Like this whole Pixel tablet that's going to be coming out, I believe, is a direct descendant of Duo and Fold. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, again, I used to only recommend Samsung tablets because you could avoid Android and just go straight to Dex. You know? <laughs> and now um, the the usability of a phone operating system on a larger palette is is much, much better.
1: Yeah, There's and a it...
0: lot in here that's going to feel very surface level mm-hmm. because the Duo has never been an Android phone. It has been a Microsoft tablet that runs a heavily modified version of Android to facilitate tablet-like functionality. So Android 12L kind of it's it's kind of a push and pull. A lot mm-hmm. of what's going into 12L just catches Android up to what the surface was already doing with their own custom flavor of Android 11. So a lot of this is going to be super aesthetic. There have been a lot of complaints, like, in Android 12, you know, things like your notification shade and shortcuts have changed for, you know, gestures and swipes. Yeah, the yeah. buttons and icons look fine. I mean, in fact, I think they look better than stock-stock Android 12. You know, they're not mm-hmm. quite as big and bubbly. It's it's a little bit more reasonable. Um All of the animations and performance and smoothing had already happened on Android 11. So a lot of people who are complaining, like, it doesn't even have a close animation when I swipe an app away. That came, like, three months into the life of the Duo 2. Um, I've been very impressed. Generation, 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 the camera has been, I think, one of the most improved aspects of the Duo 2 duo one is what it is it's a selfie camera that's all you've got and it's not terrible but it's a selfie camera so even when you're trying to shoot a rear camera photo it's the same hardware you'd have as your selfie camera mm -hmm. the big update for android 12 out well the last big update brought a near zero lag shutter so microsoft is doing something that samsung can't (laughs) you push the button you get the photo and you don't have like a delay in shooting um um
1: I'll, I'll give you a little bit of a hint on that one. But yeah, uh, Samsung's doing something around that, but it's uh, not very clear. Nah. But yeah.
0: Nah. I mean, they're doing stuff. Nah, not right. It's, it's, they, they have a ways to go. Um, yeah. The actual shutter performance on the Duo 2 has been outperforming any of the Samsungs that I've experienced. But now they've also radically improved their HDR and low light processing. Mm-hmm. So there's a much better sort of low light over scan kind of like night mode feature that's built into the Duo too, And then what I was trying to show, and and again, (laughs) thanks to the folks at UPerfect, I had a monitor to kind of plug this into. When we were on Android 11, if you plugged a Duo into a monitor, it would screen mirror both panels, but you would have pillar boxing. So you'd have those big big black bars on the sides of your display. So then you could go into the desktop mode, go into your developer settings you activate desktop mode and on android 11 there was this weird garbled attempt at making Mm -hmm. a duo interface on a 16 by 9 monitor okay and it was really interesting but it didn't work and it could crash the phone and if it did it would often like completely nuke all of your home screen settings
1: Oh, it's like all of okay. your
0: shortcuts and apps would just like get evaporated, like it would just clear out your launcher, reset. You'd have to okay. re- put everything back. Yeah, yeah, so you didn't use that <laughs> on Android 11. So quickly now, on Android 12L, that, yeah, um, you, you activate the desktop mode. And I was really anxious because I didn't want to have to replace my all of my shortcuts and stuff. Um, now the alternative display mode is built more like the, the Google basic. Desktop, de- desktop mode, mode. yeah. Mm-hmm. It it does support 4K monitors, like it looks real sharp on that 4K U perfect. But there's no app drawer, so you can launch the desktop, and then you no can't do app. anything else. You can't load another app. So there we still got like we're so close, we're so close to like getting back to what Continuum was like on oh Windows. Oh my God, mode. yes, yeah, Windows, and phone. we just yeah. can't quite stick the landing there. But performance has been great. Um, battery life is still a little too early for me to tell because my SIM card has been back and forth between my Pixel and the Xperia One Mark Four. Yeah. But I, I, like, this has become this was already one of my favorite experiments in trying to bring Android into a more tablet centric form factor or more tablet tablet kind of workflow. Mm -hmm. And it it really is just a glorious little piece of hardware. And it's this little engine that could. Mm -hmm. It's literally just, it, it constantly keeps getting better and it keeps getting more functional. And all of the things that Microsoft did on their own are now being properly backed up by Google. So, like... Dragging and dropping pictures into notes applications is so much smoother. Long pressing into a notification. If you're a Samsung Mm. user, you know this. But Google didn't do this. Microsoft and Samsung did it. So now that Android 12L has a little bit better support for this, the entire gesture and action is so much smoother when you long press on a notification and drag it to one of the screen panels. And it populates the app. And it's just so natural in interaction so you've got this just gorgeous thin little booklet of a tablet and and it's really just been a joy to kind of keep checking in on it to keep seeing how it's been refined to see that microsoft hasn't abandoned it it's treating it just like another member of the surface family even though we know they've sold like Maybe thousands of these, if that. <laughs> you know? Well, I mean, we know I, it's not a huge seller for Microsoft. It, in it's any definitely
1: a niche type of a device. You, you need to be very much into or appreciate what what surface and what surface is trying to bring when it comes down to the duo and definitely a fan of the first generation i got a chance to play with both the first and second generation the duos on uh and and i think in in both cases i i appreciated what they brought into the experience i love the 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 hardware the mechanisms i think uh, what microsoft's done here is amazingly very well polished hardware I I am with you. I prefer the design on the first than the second, but I also prefer mm-hmm. the second's performance over the first. There's a little bit yeah. of a both. Uh, the camera bump, I feel like it's great, but I don't think that's why people would buy a Duo 2. It, it's not what right. they're buying into. It's not, but it is nice to see that they've improved some performance there. Yeah. Um, It's that... You know, and when, when we get a chance to play with things like the, the laptop Go 2 or, or what we saw with the, the Pro 9 and the, the Surface 5, you could see the continuation of the, the the workflow. So I do hope at some point Microsoft is able to put together a package where there is a desktop experience, like a fledged desktop experience that runs similar to Windows on ARM that we're able to launch off of a duo, maybe not the duo two, maybe a next generation, something to, to bring back that experience of continuum as, as we used to see it before, where you literally just, you dock your windows phone and bam, windows comes up. You know what I mean? It's like that experience that I think we, like that's where the circle back kind of needs to come, come to with, with a surface duo with a duo too. But it's exciting to see that at least they're like, okay, we're not going to try to mess with it right now. We're just going to give you the vanilla Android desktop and it works. No desktop app drawer, but that could be again coming down the road, and maybe even installing third party launchers that potentially like when you when you launch an app on the phone, does it not automatically go to the second screen or does it just sit on the main screen for you like when you're when you when you, uh, you plug that into the u perfect and you had desktop mode experience uh, oh, no, so on.
0: so it works just like the Android desktop okay. alternative display out so just like on a on a regular phone if you launch an app on the phone it stays on the phone it stays on the phone um, yeah, there's a... so there's no way to multitask so there, yeah. there's there's no interaction with on-screen elements in the alt display so you can't like what would be great is if i could like swipe up and see a list of apps that had been uh, running on my phone and I yeah could exactly with, or open up the recent app, to, app or
1: something yeah no to i to that
0: kind of multitasking so, um, again, like, I literally only need that little, because it won't give me, like, Honor Magic desktop. It won't give me Moto Ready for, because Moto Ready 4 is the best. And it won't give me Dex. But I can also, like, Microsoft has Miracast support built directly into the Duo. Not mm-hmm. all Android phones have this kind of direct Miracast support. It's the phones that have desktop modes that support Miracast and a lot of other phones only want to talk to Chromecast. Yeah. So I can also throw that Android alternative desktop to a Miracast device like the UPerfect uh X14 X14 Pro. Pro? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, this this podcast not sponsored. By not, U not perfect. Um this podcast say. not sponsored by anybody.
1: Yeah, no. If you would
0: like to sponsor a podcast um, So, I can even do that. It, again, Microsoft supports Mirrorcast in a lot of their products, and their Duo is no exception. So, it's like we've got all of the pieces. I just need the little bubble that lives in the bottom right hand side of the screen that I touch and my app drawer open so I can launch a app. an app. Yep. <laughs> and then I can use it for something. And, and again, like, this is something where. This works amazingly well on the Xperia. The yeah. Xperia does this really well. I don't have the same desktop-rich user interface as ready for, but if I want, my Xperia can give me a full-screen representation of a video editing app or the new Sony Music audio editing app or something, and I can get work done, even if it's not quite as robust as decks or honors Mm -hmm. magic UI magic. So it's like, I just want it. It's so close right now. I still need to just screen mirror the duos, two panels. And I have to just live with the pillar boxing, but it's like, yeah. it's right there. I can taste it. <laughs> it's like, we're so close to getting it.
1: It's very close. No, exactly. And I think that's what, that's why I was really excited to see. And I was hoping for more, but uh, it, it's one of those things that I think, again, it gets better with time. The duo it, it proved it to us, the first generation and the duo too, is uh, definitely no Uh, you know, it it pretty much follows in the same footstep. But it's good that both of them got 12L around the same time. That's actually a massive accomplishment to get them both running uh, roughly around the same time. And I think Darren was saying in the comments saying that his uh, Redmi Note 10 Pro also has uh, Miracast support. So I guess it depends on the market, depending on the devices. So
0: so it's it's dependence on the manufacturer. Google pulled Miracast out of the core Android kernel uh, because they wanted to focus on... Um, Chromecast. Chromecast. Yeah. So if I try to link my my Pixel 7 Pro to a mirror device, it doesn't see it. Um, but there are some devices where the manufacturer has said, hey, we want to have a, a, you know, like a direct relationship with TVs not going through uh, like a Chromecast dongle. Um, well, yeah, Simon because... Sassitno is saying that they've yeah. improved the uh, remote desktop. So that's something I'm going to have to play with next, okay. where through that type of cloud UI... Um, and i think uh scary if literal uh um shane shane craig Mm -hmm. has also posted a couple videos just talking about the 12l update um being able to sort of pull your computing desktop to your phone and do other things like that could be could be kind of fun so no i uh, I, I definitely have more that i want to play with it's just right smack dab in the middle of I should be reviewing other things, but the duo Two kind of keeps pulling me back and it's fun and, and it's just something different to talk about.
1: No, no. And and I think that's going to be the, the the biggest difference here. Again, it's, 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 I love the fact that we always keep getting updates as well. Um, but the yeah. fact that you're also you're able to give them, show them some love, I think that's also really nice. Because it, it is one of those things that you you went in head you know head first. You bought in the first generation. You bought the second generation. These are mm-hmm. devices that you truly believe in. It's like a, a 12s Ultra. You, you you're putting where your money you're putting the, your money where your mouth is. Essentially, it's very much yeah cliche at, at its but, best. But, but definitely
0: again, in that it, we're going to talk about companies as ecosystems. I, I want to point to the duos and then say like. I have to believe Microsoft has been learning, even though these haven't been runaway successes, like they're Mm -hmm. not these crazy high-unit, high-volume selling devices, um, it, it seems to be a part of a continuity. The duos are kind of marching from one side, and then the Surface Pro 9 is marching from the other, and we're kind of meeting in the middle with products that are more battery life focused, more mobility focused. Mm -hmm. We're finally starting to realize they they just released that uh, developer box, 600 bucks. Did you see it?
1: (laughs) Yeah. I saw that. Yeah.
0: Yeah. The little, yeah. The SQ3, the little, the little Microsoft surface dev box is a really decently powered machine to kind of run windows on arm. Mm -hmm. And it's like, it's a well-stocked Computer. I, I'm, I wouldn't feel too conflicted about someone picking something like that up and just using it as kind of like a basic home PC See. in this little tiny, you know, kind of Mac mini wannabe sort of form factor, but uses less power, powers, probably better for thermals, not running the fans as hard. And, then, and it's that kind of information where I think like we're going to start seeing that next generation of Microsoft services. You know, how they improve, you know, Game Pass and xCloud, how they improve Office. And, and now they're just going to be calling it Microsoft 365. So all of that stuff just going to get lumped together into like one big one. Microsoft account.
1: Yeah. And I think that's the biggest thing to be able to see how things change and, and evolve over time. Um, but, uh, what, what are some of the, I think maybe I'll probably say is, so you have a teaser on the, on, on the Patreon for something that you may be posting in the next couple of days. Yeah. There, will you be outside of that? Was there anything else that you were planning on for the rest of the week? I know it's <laughs> like, there's still like three days left. That's like a whole three days. It could be a whole week by itself, depending on. I,
0: I, I don't know. I literally got three boxes today of embargo stuff <laughs> and I just picked up two emails from people. Like I'm working with companies I really want to be working with them, trying to express to them like, hey, we've got this product launch and it's going to be out like middle of November. I'm booked through December. What if we sent it to you now? (laughs) I'm still not going to get a video out until like Christmas. But what about for like a roundup or something? I don't do those. I don't have the time. I I want to make this happen for you. We're talking January now. <laughs> roundup for
1: 2023. Uh, the 2022 roundup would be in 2020, uh, January 20. No, I know. I mean, and and um, the other thing, actually, I was gonna gonna mention any any thoughts still uh, on on CES of maybe in person potentially, maybe even a day trip kind of thing. Have you thought about it? I know we're getting yes. close. No, nope, no, nope,
0: <laughs> no idea. No, idea. I genuinely don't know. <laughs> I wanted to. I, I'm keep getting the idea. sinkings. I'm getting this really sickly sinking suspicion that one of the clients that I I do some production work for is going to be like, hey, so we want to do this kind of rollout right now in January, and if that's the case, that's a payday. It's a week of paydays that I won't be able to pass up.
1: No, I which means,
0: yeah. I like CES is just going to be off the table. So. I can cover my mortgage, um, so I, I, <laughs> you know it, it gets.
1: It How gets dare you? Gross. How dare you cover your mortgage? No, I'm just kidding. Uh, for me, right now, it looks like I. I mean, I've booked the hotel, um, not a hotel, an Airbnb uh, for a couple of days before the show starts, and basically one day of the show, and then basically just coming back. So it's not going to be what I normally do, where I'm there for about a week. Because I typically take the family with me. It's very short, literally two days, maybe three days tops, and then um, just coming back. But the the goal, at least for me, is just to see also if maybe some of our friends are going to have anything going on, you know, OnePlus, TCL, some of the other companies. And typically most of that happens for us before the show starts. So this is kind of like literally why I, I... you you rarely ever see me on the show floor running around all the time because 90% of my work is before CES starts. And I do want to still do a round of going around and seeing how the show floor is and some of the technologies. Yeah. Um, for me, at least, hopefully, uh, and, and fingers crossed, uh, if I can get them crossed, um, ho- tomorrow, Pixel 7, uh, sorry, not Pixel 7, Pixel Watch, I wanna I wanna put a video out on the Pixel Watch tomorrow. It may not be early morning because I'll I'll be very honest. I haven't recorded it yet, so I'll be recording it in the morning before the guys <laughs> start coming in and nailing everything. Yep. And then shooting some B rolls so hopefully getting it out around noonish, one o'clock in the afternoon. Um and that kind of be rounding off my week um uh for, for content overall. Um and then after that I need to go head first into the Liberty Force. Uh I need to get it get that review. They've been out for about a month, but I haven't had them for a month. So that's probably what's coming up next for me. It's the Pixel uh, Pixel Watch, the Liberty uh, Four, and then at the end of the next week, probably be uh, you know Pixel Seven. I think that by then I should be good, uh, pretty good experience with it. Um, I enjoyed using it on on Omar's swim meets, um, video recording four uh, K. The ability of going four K sixty and switching between the lenses as I wanted mm-hmm. to is freaking amazing. I Isn't it just fun? it it it's fun. It's there. It's usable. It's what makes the 7 Pro more functional for me than, let's say, a 7 for me. Uh, Because of events like this, when you are a parent and you need to cover, you know, when your kid is on the other side of the pool starting his dive, you you can pinch and zoom. But if you want granularity, you know, you want detail, you need to have a telephoto, a decent. So that's primarily what's going on for me, at least for the next few days. Um, And then, uh, as you know, we're still dual streaming this. So this is technically the Android-based slash the best of our week for me. Um, and then, uh, probably one more week of that, because we have literally three weeks in a row, meet after meet after meet. And it's like, they're all on Saturdays in the mornings, all on Saturdays, Sundays. <laughs> so like, it, like, it's almost like the coaches know we're going to put them right, right when TK has his show. Um, but yeah, uh, <laughs> with that being said, um, I, I do want to say first and foremost, obviously thank you to you. Perfect for hanging out with us a little bit in the chat. It was, it was a surprise. Uh, but I'm glad I was, uh, I was able to tag them in the, in the announcement so that it can. They knew I mean, we also to come got in.
0: a like and a retweet from one more just because we we sort of shouted them out on Twitter, too. So Yeah. No, I don't know if you guys know this, but we're kind of a big deal. Uh, yeah.
1: Juan one is uh, hitting it out of the park this week uh, with uh, getting companies <laughs> all on his stuff. Uh, but yes, with that being said, I do want to say first and foremost, thank you very much for everybody hanging out with us. Um, Simon, Darren, um, um, you know, uh, Gary, J- uh, Jay Jetter in there as well. I saw Chop in there um everybody hanging out with us this on this beautiful thursday evening um in november not november in october the last october show uh we have i do want to say though uh for the patreon though if i'm not mistaken you guys are doing something special this weekend maybe you want to talk a little bit about that
0: oh tomorrow night's our movie night so we're gonna gonna sync up and watch a spooky movie uh tomorrow night yeah yeah um so so we'll have like uh I, i'm hoping people will join it's, it's something i to I've say, needed I, I was gonna say it would be, I, I was yeah. gonna try not to derail our podcast like tk what spooky movies have you been watching we'll have to save that <laughs> okay. for another i uh, we,
1: like,
0: we watched the we'll bullet train I'll,
1: I'll say this yeah we didn't it's not like a spooky movie we we've watched the bullet train um and that was funny i found it funny <laughs> it was just funny I, I, it was comically funny like
0: yeah I, yeah, I, yeah. i've been going through so i watched it follows the descent um i'm saving the omen uh that's mm-hmm. sort of marina's like halloween tradition is to watch the omen with gregory peck uh Shaun of the dead uh the, uh the original night of the living dead, night and of the just, dead yeah. like i've just had them on in the office you know this whole month while um
1: so that's tomorrow night, well, though, we'll for for the out. Patreon. But, but like the tomorrow party. night, uh, eight
0: thirty yeah. p.m. Pacific. After Lex goes to bed, uh, we're we're all gonna watch Trick or Treat together.
1: Absolutely. So, uh, so if you're not following Juan really and you're not part of the Patreon, uh, check out his information. They'll be in the comments below, of course. If you're mm-hmm. if you're watching the show, um, if you're on the on the podcast, the audio podcast should be coming up hopefully in the next day uh, by tomorrow morning, uh, and uh, of course you'll be able to follow the show notes in there as well. But I want to say from both Juan and I, thank you very much. October is almost over, but it is not done with tech. There's going to be so much more to come. So please stay tuned. Check us back again next week for another episode of the best of our week slash Android Bay. But uh, And, of course, uh, the sggqa on Monday, which also uh, airs on this channel, uh, if you guys are watching us on the YouTube mm-hmm. channel. So that's been going on for a couple of weeks now. Juan does uh, co-stream that here as well. Um, so with that being said, be safe, stay safe. Um, and to answer the question, no, I don't have a Discord. I'm actually pretty much just, you know, ghosting directly into Juan's Discord. I feel like he did all the work. Why should I recreate the wheel? You know, what? Like, why Why try? Uh, but we'll see oh, you guys next funny. week. <laughs> you know, shamelessly honest, uh, you have a great community <laughs> that I love to be part of. Why why create Thank a separate you. community to, to try to like, hey, you know what I mean? Like, I'm already part of a whole bunch of different Discords. But be safe, stay safe, and then we'll see you guys next week for another episode. Take care for now.
0: Bam.